Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Crimson Sun by Russ Linton. This is a reader request in the sense that a reader requested another book and we said no and read this one instead. on book club my name's austin hannah i am ganesh sarma hey i'm shane burklow and this week we're reading a book called crimson sun by russ linton just want to note that on amazon the full title is actually crimson sun can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't oh that's a lot book one in the crimson sun universe series yeah it's a mouthful i think that an editor got in his ear and was like maybe cut it down to just Crimson Sun. Instead of Crimson Sun, I think they should have just gone with Powerless Sun. Can the Powerless... Yeah, that uh, perfectly describes us. The trio <laughs> of Powerless Sons. <laughs> it's really true. Um, Future Powerless Dads, I'd bet. Do you think our, our fathers have a group chat together where they're just like, our sons are at it again, doing their stupid radio show? Yeah, called Power Dads. They're like, our sons are so weak and we're so strong. Our sons are weak, effeminate millennials who, who speak into a microphone once a week. And that's the extent of their exercise. Our wimpy boys. <laughs> Our sad sons. Our weepy boys are at it again. My dad's well, he's not well past 60. He's past 60. He's make, he's like still making like, he's doing carpentry. He's building shit in the, in the yard. Oh, I was never doing that. My body's been atrophying since the day I was born. <laughs> Been on a smooth, steady path towards being a, a crippled, just waste of a human being. It's really the craziest thing because we get bigger, but we get weaker. Yeah, I'm certainly getting larger, but the structural integrity is not as strong as it used to be. Well, now that I'm seeing you in full 720p, Austin, your skin looks really good, though. I've been moisturizing. Oh, yeah. I also oh, wow. haven't haven't been to the sun in about five months. It does wonders for the skin. Speaking of, um, on my trip, I went to see my parents and I sat outside for 20 minutes and got a sunburn just because I haven't been outdoors in like five months. You still look a little red. Yeah, I'm beat red. You got some sun on you. Well, that's also because I'm just real mad. (laughs) Shane was just flying into a rage before we pressed record, but he's managed to keep it together for the show. My producer held me in check. (laughs) Ganesh really laid into him. It was honestly kind of embarrassing. Uh... All right. Well, you know, let's get into it. Uh, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we do is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then we uh, hem and haw for a week about whether or not we should quit. It's true. That has <laughs> been a weekly uh, theme. <laughs> is it almost over? Are we free from this prison yet? Ganesh always reels us back in. He's like, guys, guys, you can't quit now. I have a book about powerless sons, just like us. And we're like, all right, we'll be right back. Let's do it. I have a book about powerless sons, but more importantly, I have a lot of debts I have to pay off. <laughs> that's why they call me the glue. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The sticky man. Uh-huh. The stick, the uh, sticky boy. It's not because I was made out of uh, ground up cow's feet. Ugh. It's more of a metaphorical thing. I'm actually the glue that holds us all together. Everybody understood that on earth. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, let's 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 dip into I want it. To make sure there's no confusion there. I'm not made out of cow's feet. You think so little of our audience. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, we got a voicemail this week. Ganesh, do you want to unload this voicemail on us? Let's see what the the people have to say. Good morning. <laughs> oh, I hate leaving messages. Okay. I am not the type of person that calls into a podcast. However, I woke up this morning and I looked outside. I live in Stockton, California, and it is yellow and disgusting. And there are 30 fires burning. There's COVID stocking the streets. There is rolling blackouts. The world is falling apart. So it would make my sad little heart happy if you guys could read Captain Underpants because I just need some random stupidity in my life and I love your podcast. So it would be really cool if you could do that for me. So anyways, uh, please don't make fun of me. Okay. Uh, have a good day. Bye. Well, that's a good message, but there's two things. First off, thanks for listening. And while we won't be reading Captain Underpants, we have our own hometown Captain Underpants reading the, this book. <laughs> I mean, he's been blowing out his sweatpants. He could really use a big old diaper, like a baby diaper, maybe. A last line of defense, you may say. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling. Thanks for the recommendation. And uh, well, I think we're we're on theme this week with superhero stuff. We got a superhero story for you, so hopefully you enjoy. Uh, Ganesh, do you want to read the synopsis of Crimson Sun? <laughs> Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? Book one in the Crimson Sun Universe series? By Russ Linton. By Russ Linton? <laughs> All right, this is a synopsis for Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? <laughs> Crimson Sun Universe book one. It'd be funnier one if every time it got longer <laughs> and eventually just read the book. <laughs> the beginning of the book is just the title. All right, again, this is a synopsis of Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero... Do what his father couldn't do, perhaps? It's only getting funnier. Being the son of a superhero isn't all it's cracked up to be. The only time you get you get to fly is when you're fleeing your father's nemesis. The IRS. <laughs> <laughs> They're after him again. They're everywhere. The villains. Games of catch are about as fun as dodging incoming artillery. And getting your hands on all that power turns out it's not exactly a hereditary thing. Ooh, daddy's power. Mm, wish I had daddy's power. I just, I'm going to sentence jail myself. Yeah. For daddy's this one's power? Going straight to... Why, yeah, the way I said it, I said it like a nasty little rat. Not only is this going to sentence jail, it's going straight All to right. death row. <laughs> we got to put in a word with the governor for you. Maybe you can win on appeal. Who knows? Time will tell. Unless you want to hand yourself over to Uncle Sam. No. Not the World War II era augment with mind control powers, but the U.S. government, specifically the DOD's not so aptly named Project Peacemaker. Oh, and once they've powered you up and tagged you into inventory, you can forget about them paying for college. Superheroes? Oh, please. They're all weapons with one mission wreck my tender teenage years and make my initiation into adulthood a suicidal mission to do what my weaponized father couldn't rescue my mother from a psychotic super genius Whoa. <laughs> well 
I think we should read Captain Underpants. <laughs> but I'm game. Two years trapped in dad's fortress of solitude made Wait, not... Wait, there's more? Are we just reading the book? No, there's more, dude. I guess we should have judged by the title. It's not this is going to be about 30 pages. <laughs> it's, uh, I got, listen, I got another three paragraphs. All right. Oh, let me just, I get uh, it. Let me just soldier through. I get the gist. Um, Two years. Oh, you're actually listening to me. Um, I've got... <laughs> no, no, now who's powerless? Yeah, wow. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I thrive on uh, exclusion. But uh, just maybe read the last two sentences. Yeah, can we skip through the synopsis like we do with the book? Mr. Robot meets the Winter Soldier in this unique superhero series you'll love. Launch into action with Spencer today. (laughs) Damn, I know what both of those are, Austin. Cool. (laughs) Well... That sounds good to me. Two two properties I love. I wouldn't say <laughs> Mr. Robot and the Winter I wouldn't Soldier. Say I love them, but I know them. Sorry, I know you're a robot head. Uh, they call you guys the lug nuts. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not sure you know. <laughs> the more you talk, the less you know about Mr. Robot. All right, let's. Uh, do you want to jump in now? Should we do it? Let's go ahead. Let's let's take a trip through the break and into the first page of Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? Okay, here we are. This is the first page of Crimson Sun. C-T-P-S-O-A-S-D-W-H-F-C. Short for can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father could. All right. Thank you. I'm going to call it that from now on. (laughs) This is chapter one. It's just a little bit easier for me. Page one. And his book's in first person. No, that breaks our number one rule. Yeah, our only rule. Yeah, we have one rule. Ganesh. That's one global rule. There's one Ganesh specific rule, which is to keep keep your pants in one piece. All right, settle down. Ganesh can't uh, blow out his pants if he's not wearing pants. That's that's true. I actually got a new shipment of pants today. What? A couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, funny that sounds. Yeah, my pallet just came in. I go. 400 units because i've moved away from sweatpants entirely oh yeah those aren't what are you wearing now no now i'm wearing sweat shorts oh well it is summer oh wow even even more casual and i found this uh really comfortable that's nice it doesn't contain the blowout at the bottom around the ankle this is more of a free flow that's right that's exactly that's exactly right yeah with more air just being in there too the chances of a blowout are slim yeah it's true. It gets, it's, a, it's like a little release valve on top of a hot boiling pot. It's all the comfort of sweatpants without uh, without all the baggage of it's legs. Right. Uh-huh. Please. Uh, what's the cut on these? Are they above <laughs> the knee? Where Are they like uh, mid shin? It's like right above the knee, right on the knee. Okay. I found one pair I really liked, so I ordered like three pairs in different colors. What colors are we working with? Salmon? turquoise today i'm working with baby food yellow baby food yellow what the fuck (laughs) not the official title but that's what it looks like you saw that you saw that little baby food yellow shorts on online and you're like these are the ones i need yeah they look good against my skin it's like a little it's like kind of like gold (laughs) oh you do rock a lot of gold i suppose wow what else what other colors i got like a flame orange wow (laughs) You're, you're dipping into Guy Fieri's collection. All right, right. you have two mm-hmm. two on the warm spectrum. Do you have any? What, do you got a red? Another summer? I have like a, a turquoise. Oh, A turquoise. Okay. Oh, I was right. <laughs> That's good. You're going to need to cool them down, you know? Yeah. Those will be for your, your early fall days. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. I got a you. nice wow. olive green sweatshirt to go with them. Wow. I can't wait to see you in this, in this fit. Yeah. Is your fit uh, dripping? <laughs> I'm really leaning into like leisure wear. That's why I'm wearing this headband also. <laughs> really leaning into it. You've been on a 15 year slide into leisure wear from what I've been able to see. <laughs> you look good. Look nice and comfy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That you're a headband on. Look like a Ninja Turtle. If you wear sweatpants out of the house, people look look at you like you're crazy. But if you wear sweat shorts out of the house, people look at you like you're going jogging. So I mean, <laughs> you look like you're just about a minute away from jogging. <laughs> I'll start jogging soon. You just won't see it. It'll yeah, be around I'm this in this corner. bodega buying a twelve pack of beer, but I'm gonna jog with it home. You know, we'll jog so. home with this. That the weight of the beer adds a little resistance. What's on your toes? Are you rocking slides, <laughs> uh, or do you have like some? Question some sneakers on with these what's on your toes is shane's number one youtube comment <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm slightly ashamed to say that i've been wearing sandals all summer i have a beautiful shoe collection haven't worn any of them once it's kind of a crap shoot walking down the street because i think the one thing for some reason in covid people that walk their dogs feel like they don't need to pick up the shit so like there's just like our streets are lined with dog shit. And then there's also like, <laughs> yeah, these streets were, these, these streets were famously <laughs> right. spotless pre COVID. I mean, it's just, I'm just saying it's worse than it was. Yeah. So you don't want to dip your fresh Nikes into a hot batch right. of so I'll get my bare ass toes in them. That's, you know, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm going for right now. <laughs> I don't, I mean, this summer's a wash. I don't think you can consider anything you were this summer to be uh, you can save it for next summer. I'm not dressing to impress anyone. This summer didn't count. Me neither. I look like shit all the time. I wear the same clothes to sleep as I do to go to the grocery store. <laughs> that's my that's my COVID summer rule. I'd get arrested if I did that. Why don't you try it out? New York has some uh, surprisingly liberal rules when it comes to uh, the human body. But you gotta be you gotta be anyway. Uh, you gotta be considerate. You gotta look good. <laughs> you gotta just have big blown out big blown out drawers. I mean, don't go out there looking like shit. That's true. I'd rather see you drawerless than with blown outs on. Me too. Okay. Good Lord. Have we started yeah, this book? Yeah, what, what are we doing? What's going here? on? I think I read the first four words. Forget it. Let's quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, we could try next week. Just kidding. Let's hear it. I'll shut up for a little bit. You read the book. All right. This is chapter one, page one of Crimson Sun. I might as well be lying in a coffin. I've seen them on TV before. The dead always look so comfortable with their arms folded across their chest in those silky interiors. Peaceful, even though they're alone. That's how I sleep alive. <laughs> with your arms crossed over your chest? Yeah. I thought it was weird when I came over and I saw that full mahogany coffin in your bedroom. But now it makes sense. Yeah, that's a collector's thing. I collected it. It's an heirloom. <laughs> My father and his grandfather were buried in that coffin. They're still in there. It's cozy. Unless it was a show where the dead happened to be vampires. Then they'd probably be smothered in women. Hot vampire chicks and metrosexual Nosferatus getting busy. That is, forget Kings of Content. That's what we're called. The metrosexual Nosferatus. <laughs> oh, that's good because I already have our screen name. It's my favorite band, dude. <laughs> that's, that's, you did, yeah. I know you registered that in AIM. <laughs> Who's pinging me? Oh, it's metrosexual Nosferatu again. Mm, ignore <laughs> block getting busy while luring mere mortals into their blood sucking orgies of doom I don't need more of that kind of frustration smacking my head against a hash doesn't clear the image my thoughts drift to the half naked diva who pops up on my iPad 
whenever her song starts to play. I don't even know how that crap got on there, but I listened to it on repeat. I'm just reading this like I'm reading a monologue, man. Yeah. I was waiting for my casting call. This all sounds like stuff you'd say. One of these days, I'm going to get to Hollywood. I'm going to leave this podcast shit behind me. What are you going to do there? One of these days. Mop the floors. <laughs> Develop a serious drug addiction. The smooth metal interior is studded with switches and blinking lights. The hatch above has a tiny window now smudged by the impact of my head. Window. There's no ruffled silk to cushion the blow. Be sure to open the windows. I'm in character. <laughs> On my right, close the little red button. Damn it. Normally, the way the hatch seals out the charged air and incessant groans of splitting ice is comforting. The pot is the only place in this prison where I can focus, where I can hear voices I don't hear anymore, and even some which I might never hear again. Today, though, this space feels exactly how it is, cramped and restrictive. Do we know whose perspective this is? Did it tell you? The sun. He's in jail? No, nah, it sounds like he's locked up in, uh, from the synopsis, uh, his father's fortress of solitude or something. Oh, that's right. I ignored this. Well, I thought it was, a, I thought he was joking. So he's but, less of yeah. a Colin Hanks and more of that other Hanks boy. A Chet Hayes. A Chet Hayes. Yeah. 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 yeah Tom has him locked up. <laughs> <laughs> when we first arrived, hearing the details from dad about the escape pod was pretty cool. Essentially a hollow bullet. The pod employs a type of railgun technology. Are you familiar? Anybody? Yeah, I get the gist. Blast off on the electromagnetically charged rails and leave an EMP in your wake. An escape for when this frozen-ass crack of the world isn't safe enough. That's what this is all about. Safety. Sanity. Well, that's optional. I got that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Buy that at Kohl's? That's a TJ Maxx. <laughs> So sanity's optional and a kind of a sassy cursive. Damn, bro, I don't know you're a maxinista. I'm not. It's from the dumpsters. They throw all the garbage away at every Friday night. That's when you go diving at max. That's feeding time. The sharks are swarm. One push could end this. I rest the tip of my next finger on the edge of the button. One push. And freedom. But for how long? Freedom. Freedom. Come on, give us six seconds. Freedom. That's it. Can you hit the big one? No, we didn't have time for that. <laughs> oh, okay. Got blue balled by freedom. Only he knows where the pod lands. Operational details like that. Freedom! Are there it is. Our team stuff. I'm too young or too weak or too immature to understand. Dad. I hate my powerful dad. Daddy. As soon as the capsule left the launch tube, you'd come flying to the rescue and I'd be right back here. Of course, rewind the emergency beacon so it doesn't alert him of the launch. Would take no time, but then what? I've got a running start, like that matters against him. My big powerful dad. <laughs> That'd be a better name for the book. Ooh, that would be a good book name. My big powerful dad. Switching around a few wires won't save me. If, I, if it could, I'd be free already. I feel like I want to start going off page here and just kind of free ball the rest of it. No improvising, please. I'm going to give you the green light now. You can riff. You can riff on a page. Uh-uh, I want to respect the artist. That's too late. I've already been pretty loose with it. Tinkering, yeah, well, that's the only thing that's been keeping me sane. But I've picked through the guts of the bunker a hundred times, over and over, and imagined a whole series of escape plans. They all end up with me either back here or in the clutches of a psychopathic supervillain. So none of that tinkering makes up for the fact that I'm a powerless runt. Aww. Aww. You hear the crowd? Aww. 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 <laughs> 
He's a powerless run. Oh. And he's ugly. And there's some like encouraging applause. Oh. 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 Oh, he's he's oh, too no. ugly. He's what too weak. <laughs> Why would they turn on him like that? Because he's too weak. Yeah, it, it just dawned on the, on yeah. the crowd. Boo, too uh, weak. I feel like an American audience likes a strong person. They don't like weak people. Yeah, that's why they like us. <laughs> that's why our numbers are through the roof. Three strong, strapping young men. Healthy. Virile. Indignant. <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> Who doesn't like a spoiled man? The spoiled bunch. Another idea. Put that in the name notebook. <clears throat> oh, finally, those voices begin to stir. It's an adventure, I hear her say. The Swiss family Robinson made it. Even Ernest, that little lazy know-it-all did. Surely you can, too. Ernest? Like Ernest Scared Stupid? He's not lazy. He made a bunch of movies. Yeah. An auteur. Him and Vern? Yeah. <laughs> he was. Honestly, he was. How often does a guy create a character that becomes a worldwide phenomenon and he just gets a movie? So it's funny. Um, England had Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. France had Mr. What is it? Hugh, Hulo. The uh, Jacques Tati character. He had a little cane. He's kind of like a Mr. Bean. Marcel Marceau. And you know what America gets? We get Ernest. Yeah, that's right. And then God took him away from us. Because he was America didn't deserve. Should have been silent. Should have been silent. Redneck. Ernest is great, an all-time great character. I say let's use that CGI technology from Rogue One and just make more Ernests. <laughs> There's got to be 3D scans of. Oh, uh, why don't we stop there? What? 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 All right, bro. That's unexpected of you. Is it? I don't know what to think about you anymore with this new headband on. Think you're hot shit riding in here, riding into town. Calling the shots with your leather jacket and your cigarette. Yeah. I get it. I get it and I respect it. You're powerful and I'm powerless. A powerless son. Let's jump ahead to page two. Chapter whatever. 25%. Crimson Sun. powerless son appears to be trapped in a prison of his father's design let's jump on the 25 percent mark and see if he's uh, still there you would Wait. think with his lack of power quick guess i guess the dad's name is crimson something crimson i mean maybe crimson man crimson dad maybe crimson son because every dad's a son that's true but what do you think the powers are? That's what I'm trying to get at. Power of a strong dad. Oh, I bet he's good at throwing a baseball. I bet he can push a lawnmower for an indefinite period of time. And I bet he can drink a thousand beers and never get drunk. That's what dads are good at. Wow. True. Yeah. What do you guys think? Um, Shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a close fourth for me. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Ganesh, let's hear what happens at the 25% mark of Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? All right, let me, let me get into character real quick. Please. Me, 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 me. That odd ring of light comes again. The same ring that replaced the sun when I last dreamed about mom. I want to talk to her. 
She's the only person that could help me make sense of all this. My gut lurches and the- I wish she would come back and tell us right now, because I'm lost. My gut lurches and the light explodes. I'm moving or flying or my stomach is being ripped away. Then it stops. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like Ganesha in the middle of the night. (laughs) Ah, Jesus Christ, I say. An almost familiar, lisping, whiny voice replies. Why are you talking to Jesus? I'm standing in a well-lit garage. There are work tables with label jars, wall racks containing yard tools in ascending order of height, and two plastic containers, one marked recycle and the other marked trash. Heads. Oh. (laughs) Just dad stuff, Austin. <laughs> this is where my new balances are. <laughs> this even has... This is called the lawn mowing sneakers bucket. All tinged green. This, even before they had curbside recycling in that neighborhood. The centerpiece of the garage isn't a car. It's an electric racetrack. And not just any track, but a scale replica of the Formula One Speedway at Monte Carlo. Ooh, dad's got a hobby. Yeah, gambling. Gambling on miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> gambling on miniature races in his own garage with his son <laughs> dad's gotta collect uh, break your knees classic french architecture lines the curves little trees and bushes fill spaces in the median a harbor complete with yachts and wooden docks stretches toward an imaginary sea and sand fills a construction site at the water's edge Store-bought model building sand that you apparently can't just dig up in the backyard. Damn, even his little model town's getting gentrified. Even the sand is miniature? I've heard it all. I've heard it all. It's really tiny sand, yeah. A kid and his father spent hours together building this. And that kid is Kyle. (laughs) The whiny voice, well, that's his too. He's standing right next to me. Wow, rude. A little blonde-haired boy with a dusting of freckles across the nose which is currently crinkled into a skeptical scowl i say he's little but when we were 10 he was bigger than me big hulking 10 year old brick house like everyone else tall stack of meat wait 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 before we do we know who's reading this whose point of view this chapter's in yet or not it's always the sun still the sun oh it's always the sun i don't even know why i thought that this switched around you never said that we're just used to that bullshit i'm just dumb as dirt you're dumb dirt i'm a stupid idiot dot com (laughs) <laughs> I'm a stupid idiot.com. I look down at my hands. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. I guess we're both 10. My words come out on autopilot. Oh, dude, come on. It would be so wicked. Kyle crossed his arms and glares at me. No way. No way. Oh, don't be such a wuss. Well, I'm not a wuss. I just don't want to burn down my track, says Kyle as, he, as his scowl deepens. You must protect this track. Under Armour. That's my creed and my code. Under Armour. This episode brought to you by Under Armour. Yeah. Contributing to the Ray Lewis Defense Fund. It's not murder if you get away with it. (laughs) It's Under Armour. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. You won't. It'll be awesome. Here, check this out. I pull out a bottle of rubbing alcohol from my backpack. Strange. Time to get loaded, Kyle. Strange. Strange, because my backpack. Strange, because my backpack when I was ten wasn't the same black and orange backpack I'm carrying now. But here it is. All right, so it seems like he's like jumped either back in time or he's going through like a flashback or he's hallucinating. It's just remembering. Memory. He has a memory in his head. Maybe it's one of Father's tricks. Crimson Sun is a, a a massively powered telepath. 
and he's or maybe he's like a mysterio and he's constructing this sort of memory around I like him. that or maybe it's just a poor literary device or maybe this kid took some drugs yeah some lsd accidentally doubled up i have powers now too dad <laughs> he shouts off from the roof I'm going to fly, Dad. I don't blink when I see the iPod or the satellite phone inside, but I keep digging. I get out the bottle and screw the cap and dig a finger. As an afterthought, I grab a cup of water on the table and place it closer. Watch. His eyes are straight out of an anime as I light the match and touch it to my finger. All right. I I like this book now that it said that. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's a funny way to say it. Eyes straight out of an anime. We all know exactly what that means. As I light a match and touch it to my finger, sure enough, my fingertip is bathed in flame and his mouth drops open. I smile. Put it in. (laughs) (laughs) Let me taste that. Open up. Okay. Oh, God. They're 10. So, kids experiment. I smile and dip my finger into the cup. See? No damage. All we have to do is put it out before the alcohol burns off and we're all good. Well, I don't know, says Kyle, staring at my finger. (laughs) Fuck Kyle. I hate that voice. Push him in the pool. (laughs) Can I try? (laughs) Yeah, why not? I push the bottle in his direction. I stole saucers. He dips his finger and reaches for the match. (laughs) Oh, no, Kyle. This is it for Kyle. Kyle's about to explode. He's going to my girl himself. He fumbles with the matchbook, flipping it open, and trying awkwardly to hold the book while tearing a match free with its alcohol-soaked finger. I remember he will try, drop a match, and nearly catch his pants on fire. That was comedy gold when I was 10. I snatched the book of matches. Is this really a dream? Here, let me do that, I offer, and he nods rapidly. I strike the match and he eases his finger forward, cross-eyed by the flame. With a quick breath, I blow it out. Maybe you're right. (laughs) Hey, I'm not a wuss. Come on, light my finger. Kyle, I don't think you're a wuss. Well, maybe I think you're the- you're one. Am not. Well, fuck you, Kyle. Give me that finger. (laughs) Give me all your fingers, Kyle. (laughs) Give me your hair. Am not, I say. Great. Now I'm arguing with a 10-year-old. Wait, aren't I 10 too? At least here? (sighs) What the hell's going on? Good question. What kind of superpower is this? Not one at all. (laughs) Do it. I dare you, spits Kyle. All right, fine. With a scrape and a flick, the match springs to life and I light his finger. Kyle stares at his fingertip, wreathed into flame, and turns it in slow circles. I am God! Dip it, Kyle! He's mesmerized by the flame. Even as I repeat more desperately, dip it in the water, Kyle! I'm starting to wonder why I was ever even temporary friends with this kid. Well, it kind of tingles! Kyle turns his finger slowly in front of his face. That's your skin burning off. I grab his hand and shove it in the glass. In the glass? The broken glass? The miniature glass? Hey! Well, I didn't want you to get burned. The indignation of a ten-year-old swells in my chest, and the urge to play out this memory takes over once again. I recall the bright idea that started it all. We were going to make burning tire tracks with the cars, and try to get a picture with Mom's digital camera, you see? That's a pretty cool idea. It was like in a movie I saw. I'd like that. They should do that. All ten-year-olds should do that. If you're ten years old and you listen to this podcast, go light your parents' tires on fire and then drive. But be sure to have the camera ready, too. You got to get the digital camera out. <laughs> got to have the digital camera and then preferably a bucket of water with you as well. Time to break out daddy's Nikon. And his pail. The old boomer's pail. Every boomer <laughs> has a pail in their garage. Every boomer was born with a pail. That's right. When you were, and if, if you were born pre-1965, you were given a solid pail 
at birth and you carried it with you till death. Well, that's how they uh, took kids home then mm-hmm. from the hospital. They, they carried them in a bucket. Put your kid in his pail and this will be his pail for life. First, it'll be his bed and then his hat. And eventually his urn. <laughs> Bury me in my pail. It was like in a movie I saw. Only this was going to be way cooler. On the highly detailed track, nobody would be able to tell it wasn't real. We'd have stock footage for our own killer action movie with myself as director. And Kyle, well, he's the fucking producer. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what does that mean? He buys the Coke? Man. Once we get going, Kyle turns into a mini pyro. He insists we do it over and over until we get the perfect shot, using each and every car in the collection. Even now, I can feel my apprehension rise. Finally, one of the cars locks up on the track and Kyle reaches for it. Wow, this happens all the time. They get dirty and the connections doesn't close between the rails and the track. He speaks with the confident voice of his father's experience echoed in his tiny frame and I try not to roll my eyes. Wow, let me just swap out the chassis on this and we'll get the last car. So one of the five pages we're reading is just a memory of this guy being 10. All right. We really luck out. We've got the best luck. Very cool. As he flips the racer over, his eyes get wide again. He fumbles with the plastic chassis, turning the car over and over again. Tossing it to the track, he grabs another, then another. Oh, shit. At 10, a cuss word could mean only exactly what it means. Serious shit. I grab the nearest car. The bottom is black, and the copper contacts that connect to the track are warped and twisted. A black bubbly smudge melds the chassis with the frame of the car. We were so focused. Oh, God. On not burning the track, we didn't notice the damage to the cars. You've ruined daddy's track. Oh, no, no. Track's fine. Daddy's cars. <sighs> Even worse. Each one of those miniature models is worth 60 <laughs> fucking grand, dude. <laughs> what? Kyle, please. Dad's a little irresponsible with his money. <laughs> this was all Kyle. Put it on him. Make out the uh, make out the check to dad, Kyle. Yeah. It started as a hobby and just turned into a bad habit. Oh shit, oh shit. Kyle can't stop saying it. He's desperate. The look on his face isn't comical anymore. Fingers trembling. He's rooting through the cars again, checking and rechecking. I know what I did back then when this really happened. So I do it again. I killed. <laughs> and I'll kill again. I grab the bottle of alcohol and I, I, I douse the pile. I douse the pile of wrecked cars along with the good section of the track. What are you doing? He's dumbstruck as I strike the match. I'm doing this for my own good, I tell myself. <laughs> Get a load of this, Kyle. You can't stop me. I'm the powerful son now. Thick black smoke fills the garage. Kyle screams. I reach for the glass of water. Ah, ah. (laughs) I reach for the glass of water, but I can't see. The smoke is billowing in a thick cloud. It wraps itself around my head. Unable to breathe, I'm falling again. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go out like this. (laughs) This is appropriate. Smoke clears. I stop falling. My stomach left about five feet above my head. Was anyone hurt? Mom's voice. Pieces of conversation come from the living room. I'm seated on a stool in the kitchen, an apartment like so many others. I ran home from Kyle's house and tried to pretend I had, hadn't just set fire to his little world. <laughs> oh, I was just hanging out, Mom. Didn't burn down Kyle's house or anything. <laughs> well, honey, you did. <laughs> well, honey, it sure looks like the house on fire. What'd you and do? Kyle, we can't find him. Kyle's burnt to a crisp. We're going to have to f- look at the dental remains is <laughs> dennis is out of town we can't tell if it's him or not till monday morning i'm sure it was an accident she says hopefully there's a long pause and kyle's father muffled shouts drift out of the receiver of the phone a room away my track my beautiful track i had 400k invested in that track <laughs> good god 
That was my life savings. I had it all in the track. Mom replies, steady and quiet. Oh, I see. I'm so sorry. We'll pay for any damages. The angry voice blurts again. Yes, I understand. I don't know what could have gotten into him. Just the devil. A soft click of the phone being returned to the cradle is the only reply. <laughs> Kyle, you... I don't know. Who did it? Kyle, who's the other kid? What's his name? Do we know? Us. The protagonist. It's son. It's his, He's it's, the it's, son. It's Ganesh. Yeah. We don't know the name. You've really stepped into this time, Ganesh. I've died again. Burnt down another friend's house. Shockingly, never set anything on fire when I was a child. But that I got in trouble for. How about as an adult? That, not that I've gotten in trouble for, no. We can't talk about that on the podcast. That's uh, against your probation. The only fire I've set as an adult was one time I left a DiGiorno pizza in the oven, fell asleep, blacked out, and uh, left that shit at 425. Woke up. It's pretty hot. The oven was a, was a little bit on fire. Just, a, just a, a, a tiny bit. It was extra crispy. Did you eat it? Dip that in some ranch. You're good to go. Well, let's stop there. Okie dokie. Well, That's a pretty fucked up scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't. This kid, I don't know what I think about this kid. He doesn't seem so powerless. He's burning down his friend's home at the age of ten. He doesn't really seem relatable to me anymore. And frankly, maybe he should be locked up in his father's prison. Actually, I feel like he's somewhat relatable. You've never done anything, not necessarily lit a fire, but surely you did something as a child that you did as an impulse and probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, I've never burnt my friend's house down. <laughs> I mean, I've never done that, but I did, you know, I was playing with a set, like a miniature track, like a racetrack, and my we were sticking our fingers in rubbing alcohol, lighting them on fire, and my one friend was like, let's put them on, like, the car tires, and then mm. they were like, and then when the cars go, they'll be burning, and we can take a picture with our mom's digital camera, uh. and then I was like, um, that seems crazy, and we did it, and then we also then poured all the gasoline all over the table and lit it on fire too. But it wasn't $400,000. So I can't really relate to this story. Your story is way better. I think you should write a book. I'd love to read that on the page. Now the time or the stamina. I don't have the stamina. I don't have the uh, attention. I get it. We're powerless, weak sons on that note. Let's jump into the 50% mark of crimson sun. This is the 50% mark of Crimson Sun. And I got one question for you. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? Well, Ganesh, Ganesh, you mind answering that for me? If his father was unable to light someone's very (laughs) pricey collection on fire. He did it. He's achieved what his father could never have dreamed. Arson. (laughs) So this Polybius guy is in a retirement home, I ask. You're asking the wrong guy. A new sight is on the screen. Another old dude. This one with a grill full of perfect, too good to not be polymer teeth, smiles at us from the website header. This guy looking at Lemon Party? <laughs> Sorry, kids. Excuse me for a second. I gotta, just got to downsize my Lemon Party. 
downsize. Oh, I gotta downsize my uh my tub girl. Is that my goatsy? My tub girl, my meat spin. His teeth match the groomed cloud of hair on his head. He's on a patio in a lawn chair reading a book. A log cabin style building sits behind him, complete with a window box full of flowers. Beautiful. Tall trees rise on the horizon. Why call it a log cabin style building and not just a log cabin? Well, maybe it's a skyscraper. It's writing, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I would. There's got to be some architect out there with the balls to build the log cabin skyscraper. Why doesn't that exist? Why isn't there like a 60 story log cabin? Where would you put it? Somebody ought to build that in New York, right in New York City, Manhattan, Colorado Springs, baby. Build that skyline right out of log cabin. (laughs) Colorado Springs skyline is just one huge log cabin. And then on the highway, you can put up a sign that says, come see the world's tallest log cabin. And guess what? You can see it from the highway. You don't even have to pull off. (laughs) Yeah, but you want to get in it. Don't you want to smell it? I do. Yeah. I want to smell how that uh, exposed wood uh, smells up in the clouds. Someday, that's my dream. I just want to be in a log cabin that's as tall as the Empire State Building. Well, time to boot up the Minecraft. You can do, make it happen. Hey, that's not working for me anymore. I got to do this in real life. I have a new purpose now. I'm quitting the podcast today. <laughs> You're like Noah. Yeah, God spoke to me and said, build a tall log cabin. So when the seas rise, we can all live at the top. <gasps> it's brilliant. I check Eric's face for any signs of crazy. Yep. The smug grin is out of our high school yearbook, but a bit too broad, too excited. The sound of a door closing upstairs saves me from what can only be an awkward conversation. Ah, shit, my mom, hang tight. He rolls his chair to the bottom of the stairs before hopping out and stomping up them. Go to hell, mom! Must be later (laughs) than I thought. Eric's dad was like a project manager, and his mom was a nurse at the local hospital. They never made a home before five. Boring. Yeah. Why not superheroes, huh? Snooze fest. I just have a regular mom and dad. Powerless like you. Barely ever in time for dinner, even. And often, his mom worked weird shifts. When the rest of the world was sleeping, she was checking vitals and inserting catheters. Ooh, late night catheter. Ooh. Come on. Is that a 4 a.m. catheter? Wake That's you a up. party. Oh. Hey. Uh-oh. Sneak a jello shot into that one. Yowzers. That's a that's a super size Yowzers. That's a Yowzers at half speed. This is good. You about done? <laughs> Keep this going. Is good shit, man. No. Give us more. When he wasn't hurting cats. His dad was wasting time navigating the BART system to get downtown. Herding cats? Hurting? Herding. This man's lighting houses on fire? Yeah, that's what project managers do. Torturing cats? Being a project manager is like herding cats, bro. You never heard a project manager or producer talking about herding cats? Oh, people, it's like herding cats. Ha 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 ha. And everyone around the water cooler laughs. Ha ha ha. Indeed. Uh, great. Project managing so hard. <laughs> but uh, the BART system, huh? So this is a Bay Area romp. Uh huh. So for our listener that called in, unless they're talking about what I used to call the Super NES when I played Simpsons, uh, <laughs> video games. That's the Bart. Can system. we? Nah, just shut up. Can we? Right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> just shut up. That's not even gonna make it in. Don't worry about it. All right, it's fair. No, leave it in. Leave it in to for his. I'm gonna check out for the next ten minutes for his own ego. Leave it in. Humble him. You stand by it? I'll stand by it. 
<laughs> I used to show up at the putt putt and say, "Hey, which way is the Bart system?" I'd say right over there. I'd say, "Thank you." Pull out my roll of quarters and sit down for forty five seconds while I got destroyed. <laughs> they were hard. Those are such a money waste. You drop like five bucks in, and you'd be out in like a minute and a half. That's like the beat 'em up one, right? Where it's like <laughs> the arcade game. Yeah, it's like the exact same game as the Ninja Turtles game. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I guess this is in the Bay Area. Which apologies, I don't know where Stockton, California is, but if you're seeing the fires, you're probably near the bay. <laughs> probably. Hey. It's not like it's a really big state or anything. You're probably in the Bay Area. <laughs> How insensitive. Named after none other than famous Utah jazz basketball player John Stockton. That's right. He started a town. Mm-hmm. Started his yeah, own town. Yeah, in 1991. Is that right? Retire from mm-hmm. basketball. So, you know what I'm going to do? Created a town mostly so he could uh, engage in polygamy. You know why uh, he's the assist leader is because everyone passes by Stockton. Mm-hmm. And you know who the town mailman is? <laughs> Come on. It's Carl Malone. It's Mr. Carl Malone. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's good stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's cut been that downhill. piece out. It's all been downhill since the BART system. Cut liberally. Cut it and then rearrange it. Yeah. So it makes even less sense. Can you make it sound like a puzzle? <laughs> There's a new challenge. You want to think outside the box. We're going to make the first podcast puzzle. It's called postmodern podcasting, my friend. Ganesh, you could end this horror by reading more of the book. Usually when I'd stop by, I'd never set eyes on his fam. I don't think they ever came down here. If they did. Does it really say fam? Or is that an improv? No, that says that, dude. That's bad writing but what that's telling me is i'm doing such a good job that you can't even tell damn you can't even tell what's real what's not that's true your level of riff is on the same level as crimson sun (laughs) congrats we found equilibrium if they did well maybe it wouldn't smell like it does anyway it never bothered me that his parents kept out of his stuff Sort of every teenager's dream, really. They were a non-entity in our secret world of pirating and stolen baseball broadcasts. Sounds like Austin. You need express written consent for Major League Baseball if you want to rebroadcast those games. I'm going to tell Bud Selig. <laughs> Maybe I have more in common with my dad's top secret bullshit than I thought. I wandered the room in a haze trying to absorb all the new information. This place seriously used to be our own bunker. Once we salvaged the secondhand microwave... And his parents got the got him the mini fridge. We were set. Then came the never-ending computer upgrades. I still don't know where he got the money for all that. Well, I mean, I knew, but I never asked. Credit card accounts weren't tough for him to crack, if you know what I mean. He was stealing money? That's what I'd do if I had superpowers. I'd just commit credit card fraud. So you'd be a supervillain? I mean, no, because the credit card companies deserve to be frauded. Oh, true. You'd be a superhero. I'm a superhero. <laughs> But are you giving that money to the poor? Are you keeping it for yourself? I'm the poor. I'll take a hefty portion of it. And then the rest, well, we'll see. If I had superpowers, I would wipe out credit. That is unequivocally a good thing for the poor. Yeah, I would fly fly into the credit vault. And you know what? I'd shapeshift right in there and use my powers. <laughs> yeah, Shane would shapeshift and slide through and then open the lock from the other side where I'm standing. And what would you do? And then... I would just uh, you Blast know, fart and then come in and uh, <laughs> and then come in and start wiping the credit out. I don't have superpowers like you. Oh, yeah. I'm the one shapeshifter. I'm just a man. I would shapeshift into a USB drive and then I would have someone plug me into a computer and then I would get teleported <laughs> into the computer and I get into the information superhighway and I would really be surfing the net, dude. That's my superpower. Nice. Your superpower is to turn into an outdated form of storage. <laughs> <laughs> Your flash drive. 
You're at 10 gig flash drive. And he wouldn't worry about the credit. He wouldn't even touch it. He would just be surfing that net. (laughs) Try 10 megabytes, my friend. Hanging 10 megabytes. Surfing that World Wide Web. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know when I'm not wanted. (laughs) My eyes fall. (laughs) My eyes fall to the gun on the floor. Whoa. Father's gun? I pick it up. That's Chekhov's gun, my friend. You better fire this thing, or maybe be pissed. Uh, it's a revolver of some kind. It looks old. The metal surface pitted with rust. I check the cylinder. Fully loaded. <laughs> uh, cool. Ooh. It's my lucky day. Voices chatter upstairs. Time to party. It's <laughs> immediately in the air. Yeah, hell yeah, I found a gun. That's what I'd do if I found a gun. If the age-old pattern holds, his mom will have been up since 3 a.m. and be headed to bed. Not a bad thought. I shuffle across the room to the bed and toss the gun underneath. <laughs> Nothing like throwing a gun around the room. See you later. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Clunk. Fully loaded. Fwing. There it goes. When I sit this time, the bed has the power of that super magnet, locking on the tiny particles of iron in my bloodstream. I drop, and even though the smell is worse here, my sore body refuses to right itself. What's the smell about? Wait, so, <laughs> so, so you're getting locked in by your like microscopic iron, and it also stinks? It stings. <laughs> I bought this special superhero bed that works with my genetics, but also just stinks to high heaven. <laughs> smells like butt. It's the exhaust. <laughs> this bed's got a, a thick cloud of smoke coming out of the tailpipe. So you know it's working. This recharges my powers. My bed's got a hemi. Voices continue upstairs, humming through the subfloor and droning into a hypnotic buzz that gets simultaneously louder and farther away as my consciousness begins to drift. Is this whole fucking book a dream? I don't know. What's going I don't know what's going on. I've been afraid to say it. Laying here, I'm closer to that one true home than I've been in years. Pretty soon, I'm floating. There's no odor, no distant hum. It doesn't stink in my dreams. It's like a niche. It's like... (laughs) I can't wait to close my eyes at night so I can go to my odorless dreams. And I can escape the wretched smells of my ass. (laughs) I, I long for sleep. So I can shuffle this disgusting stench that haunts my waking days. <laughs> I think apologies are in order. <laughs> to me? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I wasn't saying it was you. That was just shame. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> my odorless sleep was a really funny... It's a funny thought. I've never thought about that. I guess I don't smell in my dreams. Well, tonight you, you're gonna. I've never gone to sleep in an area that I considered stinky. <laughs> Wait, say it again? I've never like slept in an area that I thought smelled bad. You never slept in a stinky area? I don't think. Do you? Well, of course not, but... <laughs> <laughs> Convincing. Ganesh was trying to relate to his universal problem of sleeping in stink. <laughs> You mean when you go to bed at night, it doesn't stink? <laughs> you don't have to put a clothespin on your nose before bed because it just smells so bad. <laughs> Not me. Not lately. Five, four, three, two, one. I look above and I see a shape. A person, maybe? 
It's so small and so far away and then nothing. I strain to see past the light until my vision becomes an amorphous glowing blob. The light shifts and the shape above me mars the center. Details of a person emerge. Their arms pointed forward, legs arrow straight, and a face shrouded in darkness. Dude, it's his dad. His dad's a shapeshifter. Called it. Closer. I see it's a man. He shifted into the shape of an awkward standing man. (laughs) Hello, son. (laughs) What do you think of my leg when it's on my head? I don't like it, dad. Sucks. But it smells neutral, at least. (laughs) Closer. (laughs) And the muscled form is unmistakable. Oh, that's daddy's muscles. It's dad. No way. What? Dad. Are you riffing? It's it's dad. It's dad. You see those biceps? I'd recognize those biceps anywhere. That's dad. He's wearing his costume, but no mask. His hair is swept back by the motion and reflects the liquid glow. A red film covers him from forehead to chin, his glacier eyes floating in a sea of blood. (laughs) Jesus, you're not looking so hot, Dad. Expressionless, he wraps an arm around my waist as he passes. We hurtle through the darkness below. A pale hand breaks the outer column of light grasping at us as we pass. From the shadows, a withered corpse of my mom emerges. Her skin is shriveled and her face clings to raw bone and thin, torn sheets. What the fuck is this book about, dude? I thought we were getting some superhero shit. I was expecting like Iron Man or like Steel Man, (laughs) not like the conceptual dream shapeshifter. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is cool. (laughs) I mean, it's cool, but like, what the fuck? I feel like this deserves more than a glancing uh, read over a couple pages. Her mouth falls open as she reaches out. Spencer. Ah. That's our name. Terrific. She calls from somewhere between the curtain of light and the dark oblivion. What a name to be shouting through the void from hell into earth. Spencer. (laughs) You better name your kids something classy if you're ever haunting them as a ghost because you don't want to be out here being like, Brad. (laughs) Brad. Mom. I grab for her hand, but she's already out of reach. Soon, she's a tiny speck sucked into the darkness. I'm fucking crying, man, beating on my father's shoulder, but he dives deeper and his speed increases faster now until my cheeks burn and my blood pools. His face turns to me stretched tight with effort, determination, and another emotion that catches me completely off guard. Fear. Let's stop there. These are intriguing scenes, despite my complete lack of understanding of what's happening in this plot. I will say this is a bit uh, a bit more than I expected from Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? By Russ Linton. What about you guys? Yeah, I was expecting something along the lines of like a Captain Underpants type. Me too. You know? I don't regret it though. No. I think this this is going to take us to new heights. Honestly, I'm shocked. With a book with that wordy a title, I am shocked at how really good the writing is. Yeah. I guess this guy was like, I'm such a good writer. Why not share a little bit in the title as well? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give you a little taste of what's to come in the title russ just he uh, can't stop writing and he won't so, yeah the title was originally two paragraphs and somebody was like rein it in nothing in the synopsis ever indicated that, that this book would just be like a series of dreams but here we are man are we just getting unlucky or lucky that we're just hitting dream scenes or is this like the whole book who's to say somebody who's read it give us a call what's the phone number Ganesh? Five six seven three zero nine zero three five seven. Call in. Let us know what this book's actually about, if you please. Yeah, leave a message before we come back from this jump. Give us a call right now. 
and we'll finish this episode up after we hear from you. The phone lines are open. 567-309-0357. Call in. I really wish we did have open phone lines. We got to do a live stream. We got to talk about that. Figure that out. Yeah, do a live broadcast. Ooh, we should do a choose your adventure and have people choose what we do. Ooh, that'd be good. Let's do it. Let's do it uh, in a, one month. One month from some nebulous time. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark. Is that right? If we're all still alive in one month, we're going to meet back up in the same spot at the same time. If we're all single in 30 years, we're going to get together and have a son and raise it together. <laughs> Dibs Tom Selleck, if that happens. Where is this? I need a producer to rein my producer in. Wait, you want to adopt Tom Selleck? No, three men and a baby. If we're in a three men and a baby situation, uh, I'm Tom Selleck. He wants to rent three men and a baby. Not again. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You can be Tom Selleck. I'll let you have it. Can somebody answer me, please? What page are we jumping to? 75. Oh, thank you, sweet lord. 75% mark coming right around the bend. Buckle up. going on in this book but i'm intrigued it feels like dare i say art do you consider this book art i consider just about every book art no 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 i'm sorry some of these stinkers we've read are not art they are schlock are you kidding me fat vampire fat vampire is close to art it's closer than some of the books i mean what a, about a like, book that casts charles barkley as an immortal vampire is about as close to art as you can get without touching it i can't even Think of the names of the books read, like Candy's Sweetest Little Puppy. Oh, yeah, they're always just like the the cowboy husband or something. Yeah, I'm right. sick of it. Cinnamon Toast Crush. Cinnamon Toast Crush is a great name for something. Damn, you giving that away for free? That's how generous we are here at the Amazon Book Club. Uh, well, anyway, I think this is this this one's got me hooked. It's got meat hooks on my back. This this book does hanging from the rafters. I'm screaming, crying in pain. I love it so much. Mama's favorite Labrad Labrador. <laughs> Mama's favorite Mama's favorite chocolate Labrador. It's always something like referencing sweet candies. If Mama's favorite Labrador was a book, I would have picked it by now. Yeah, you're right. That does that is right up our alley. Definitely the kind of book I like to read in my free time for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is it, folks. Well, it's not it. It's something. It's a 75% mark of Crimson Sun. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to say the rest of it this time. Oh, come on. Well, hey, do I, what is that? Is the crowd cheering me on? They want it. Oh, my they, God. They're standing. <laughs> they're, stand, they're standing and chanting. They want this title. All right. Hey, settle down, folks. Okay. Crimson oh, Sun. Uh, oh. They settled down. They settled down their hands, but I'm afraid, Austin. Yeah. They're starting to work their feet. Oh. They are stopping. <laughs> they got they're those stopping. claws on. Those, those, we brought in the Dutch crowd tonight. They have just gone wild with the wooden claws. Are they something. stomping on grapes? <laughs> oh, nice fine wine for us to celebrate another good episode here. Uh, oh, hey, you tell me, Ganesh, you're the one who's got to do the work to make that happen. Uh, I can hear it. There they go. And I can see the, the wine running down the rafters, the stairs of the huge bleachers we have set up in the crowd. Uh, all right, everybody, pipe down. It's Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? 
book one in the Crimson Sun Universe series by Russ Linton. You shot him. I stare as Zamzi turns his face. Zamzi turns? <laughs> Is that Rance Priebus's brother? I stare as Zamzi turns to face the suit in the alcove. I have killed men before. Children. Mr. Drake took me from that. Saved me. He whispers. I glance up, trying to read him. He faces me, and the gun hangs limp in his hand. I gotta read this guy. He just told me he's killed children. What's he all about? <laughs> What's your story, buddy? I can't get a read on you. You shitting me, old timer? <laughs> that would be a good line. Are you shitting me? That'd be my catchphrase if I was a superhero. <laughs> the superhero who just can't believe how inconvenient fighting <laughs> crime is. Are you fucking kidding me? Ah, God damn it. I gotta do this again. Tears clouding his eyes. I don't know what to make of this, so I train my eyes on the ground. Oh, Mr. Drake. The bloody mess on the floor is a name. Not Black Beetle. Not the scourge of augments everywhere. Just Mr. Drake. Hunched over. Do you think bleeding, that's what Drake I, makes his assistants call him? Mr. Drake. Mr. Drake. They probably call him um, Mr. Graham. Little Wayne's on the phone, Mr. Drake. Oh, Drake. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Drake from Seinfeld. Mm. He should have really gone by the Drake. The Drake? The Drakester? Ooh, that's good, too. That is, that's got street cred, if I ever heard it. <laughs> Hunched over, bleeding, I wiped the corners of my mouth. I came here thinking I was ready to put a bullet in that man's head. So easy, you just pull a trigger and end the pain. Damn cool. These are like Taking Back Sunday lyrics. <laughs> I came to put a bullet in that man's head. <laughs> pull the trigger, ease the pain. But I can't erase the image from my mind. Chunks of his brain spraying out the back of his skull. My stomach turns. Ew. <laughs> the queasy uh -uh. killer. Ugh. <laughs> his brains are everywhere. Can somebody do uh, something about this? <laughs> Jin's mutilated face. Bloated bodies in the Thames. Arms dangling from crushed cars on a Mumbai highway. We're going global. It's apocalyptic. I only thought I was free when that pod launched. But the bunker is held me in its icy grip this entire time. Oh, death. Death. I've come wow. so close so many damn times. Working and only sweat. now is it sinking in. Bravo. Bravo. Are those those uh, amateur winemakers, are they rising to their feet again? Oh, my God. Thank you. At the Somalia's bequest. Thank you. Bequest? <laughs> You know, Shane's just making things easier by com combining request and behest. <laughs> Why not? It's he, he's the, some would say Shane's the Shakespeare of this podcast, uh, inventing new turns of phrase. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say terms of phrase? <laughs> I did not, but that would also be funny. That's my new term. That's my new term of phrase. Anyway, the sommeliers have piped down. This has turned embarrassing after that round of applause. Yeah, well, I'm still, I'm still bright red and mad. <laughs> Can't tell if it's a sunburn or just a bad attitude. I'm going to have, have to have another talking to. <laughs> you need to dress him down again. Oh, man. I, Emily was right. I had a death wish. I hadn't cared if I lived or died. Zamzi wanders toward the body and kneels. Placing the gun on the ground, 
With purposeful motions, he straightens the Black Beetle's limp form and crosses the arms on the chest. Gently, he turns Drake's face, painted red by the pool of blood, toward the ceiling. Right. Zamzi. Hmm? This, this is a lot different than Captain Underpants. I, would, nah. I was looking for whimsy. No? You, you see shades of Captain Underpants in this? Well, we still don't really know the dad's deal. He could just be a... He could be Captain Underpants. A lowly principal who turns into Captain Underpants. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Captain Underpants' origin story. Zamzi stays focused, intent kneeling next to the body and rocking gently on his knees. The gun is within reach, but then what? Then what? I slip into a crouch and shovel backwards on my palms, leaning first on my toes and my heels. I raise up, backing away, searching for balance as I inch towards the door. Crab walking backwards like in the fucking exorcist? What's going on here? That's the power. (laughs) I got the power. I can crab walk. Check me out. <laughs> they call me the crab walker. <laughs> to the Mortal Kombat theme. That would be terrifying if somebody started crab walking backwards at me. It should be in the Olympics. That is. The 100 meter crab walk? Yeah. I can see it. Why not? It makes more sense than basketball. <laughs> Everybody can crab walk. A strangled cry burst from Zamzi as I, and I dropped to the floor again. He's beating his chest, screaming, crying in a weird language I've never even fucking heard. Shut up, Zamzi. Get it together. He takes up the gun. I nearly trip over my own feet trying to get to the doors. They rattle in the frame as I yank on the handles. I want to live. A card reader and electronic lock. All right, no problem with time and tools. But my backpack is by the corpse and the crazy gun-wielding guy. Relatable. Just another day. Day at the office for the powerless son. Zamzi's screaming stops. I spin, plastered against the door. Instead of shooting me or maybe himself, he speaks. My family died. Died at the hands of an evil man. The words tumble out softly in the wake of his anguish or grief. He sniffs and his eyes drop to the body. Yours doesn't have to. What, What do you mean? I know where your mother was taken. Where? Is she alive? I move away from the door. I do not know if she lives, but she was taken to Kill Creek. Uh, doesn't sound promising. Uh, yeah. That creek is, uh, bad news. She went to Kill Creek and she is thriving. <laughs> Loving life. She's having a picnic. She's been fishing. Competitive fishing. She's a secret family at Kill Creek. Mm-hmm. Your father, too. He's at Kill Creek, too? And you know where this place is? The father's at Kill Creek? It's where mommy and daddy go. Do mommy and daddy things. <laughs> When mommy and daddies die, they go to a nice creek upstate where they live a long, happy life. Bleak. Yeah. Well, get used to it, buddy. Shit's only going downhill from here. And you know where this place is? You can show me. Zamzi tucks the gun in his waistband and walks to the desk. Very cool. I like the idea of this alien having a waistband. Is he wearing, he's wearing sweatpants? Yeah, he's a tracksuit. <laughs> he's wearing <laughs> He tucked his laser gun into his sweatpants. Zamzi, the all-powerful space god, is wearing his Adidas tracksuit. Yeah, this uh, this amazing, powerful alien guy is from the Czech Republic. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I'm reading him as he's wearing sweatshorts. So. Yeah, well, you're, I, I imagine all your characters are wearing sweatshorts now. Your energy is coming through loud and clear. That's certainly your vibe. The holographic screen springs to life, and he taps at the illuminated keyboard. Despite the danger, I cross the room, cautiously slipping on my backpack and moving to stand in front of the screen. Wow, that's amazing, I say, in awe of the skin of light floating in the air. You look hot. 
He continues typing. Image, images shift and slide by until a satellite picture dominates the screen. Oh, it's a screen. I thought he was looking at him. My bad. The base is here. Northern Montana. I monitor the drones that take the prisoners there. Uh, cool. Half awed, half shocked, I stare at the screen. Montana. <laughs> That's a long trip. From space? Yeah. And my bridges with plane-owning friends have napalmed. It could take me days to drive. Yeah, just forget it. How would I even get there? I wonder out loud. Just don't go. <laughs> they got it covered. <laughs> they couldn't possibly do what they're doing. Forget about it. It's nice to cancel plans anyway. <laughs> I could use some me time. <laughs> you're wearing a, you're wearing too much, guy. Spencer, you got to take a little me time. A little break. <laughs> Well, staycation. Get your affairs in order. Do some cleaning. Zamzi steps from behind the desk and crosses the room toward the alcove. He stares up at the battle armor. A calmness overtakes him and he says, This. All right, let's stop there. Terrible place to stop, but I won't argue with him. He hands him, he, he hands him this fucking armor that's going to help him get to Montana or some shit. All right, cool. That's more information than I had before. I like that. That seems like a good place to stop. It's Hell like yeah. the end of a scene. You the super powered armor that flies you to Montana. Yeah. And it's got next scene is a montage of him trying to figure out how this fucking spacesuit works. It's a Iron Man robot suit, but the only thing it does is fly to Montana. Yep. Programmed for one thing. Going to Montana, baby. That's right. And it just takes you to the state line. You got to hitchhike the rest of the way. Well, what's your uh, favorite town in Montana? <laughs> Never been. Billings is the only one I know. I think that's. And I can't imagine it doesn't suck. I think Billings is not in Montana. I think it's in a Dakota. It is. It is. Billings is in Montana. I think it's in South Dakota. I'll bet my entire life on it. Sure. <laughs> I'll bet Does my home. Mean... My, my, my dignity. <laughs> You ask no, me I'll, about Montana, that's I'll the one that thing home. I got in the you tank. keep your dignity. <laughs> well, where's Billings? Let's just leave it a mystery. If you live in Billings, give us a call and tell us what state you're in. 567-309-0357. Phone lines are open. Call in right now. <laughs> lines are open. If you happen to be in Billings, all you got to do is give us a call. Say Montana. Or South Dakota. I'll give you $100,000. I'll give you $10,000 if you say South Dakota. <laughs> if you want me. <laughs> Uh, the money has has clouded the contest. I regret ever getting dollars involved. All right, whatever. Let's jump now to uh, the end of the book. The last page of the book. Crimson Sun. Can the powerless son of a superhero do what his father couldn't? I don't know yet. Let's see. All right, last page, Crimson Sun. Something, uh, can the powerless son get, uh, do, uh, dad stuff? Dad places a hand on Eric's shoulder. Oh, dad's back. But he's showing affection for Eric, not Spencer. Oh, boy. Withholding, as per usual. Hey, as far as we can tell, you might not be able to get back here. She's selective on who she lets in. It's between the two of you, but so far, everyone here has been cleared. What is this book about? This podcast is a mistake. I imagine the government is out looking for a bunch of escaped augments again? Oh, well, not yet. They're still trying to explain to the world what happened. Somebody explain to me. Dad looks at Eric and he continues. Well, Eric here sent the information to the press and blew the lid off the military exercise at Kill Creek. Oh, he popped the weasel. Oh... They were doing target practice on mom. Drop the nuke on her. Damn, dude. Hey, 
I don't write the book. I just read it. And I actually don't even read it. I listen. And I wasn't even listening. I made it up. I take in his words. Eric's expectant face. The fierce shine in dad's eyes. Oh, that dad. Oh, that dad dot com. (laughs) Rate my dad. I give this dad a five out of ten. Good personality, but hairline could use some. You think that's a real website? RateMyDad.com? Should be. Yeah, it's probably. I say we bring that under the umbrella of uh what's our new company name? I already forgot. The Metrosexual Nosferatus. <laughs> rate my dad. The brand. Com. The brand is strong. Hey, ratemydad.com is for sale for $3,100. Ooh. I say we bring it under the Metrosexual Nosferatus corporate umbrella and we make it a subsidiary. That's a small price to pay. Think about all the dads that could be hosted there. This is gonna blow up with moms, especially. <laughs> Take this to the Shark Tank. We're gonna get Lori Grenier on board. We're gonna need like a like a thousand moderators for that website, ratemydad.com. No moderator. Free speech, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want all your QAnon dads. Here's my problematic dad. Problematic dads. We got QAnon dads, we've got anti-vaxxer dads, we've got anti-mask dads. <laughs> we've got openly racist dads. Militia dads. We've got the oath keeper dads, the three percenter dads. <laughs> Two stars. We've got alt-right dads. We've got straight libertarian dads. <laughs> and special December. That's resistance dads. These guys are flabby. War on Christmas dads. <laughs> the no spin zone dads. Yeah, why not? Huh? We got the Sirius XM dads. <laughs> These guys love satellite radio. You ever met a guy who listened to Sirius XM that wasn't a dad? <laughs> we got the we got the Joe Rogan dads. And you know what? Just normal old stepdads. Yeah, just just every stepdad. That's just one bucket for stepdads. We don't sort them by buckets. We sort them by pails. <laughs> this is the sad dad pail. We got a whole pail of dads wearing their pails as hats pails. And nothing else. <laughs> dads in hats with nothing else. <laughs> Quick, Ganesha's dads, dads in hats with nothing else.com available. Do a quick check here. That's it. Yeah. I think if we're gonna get into this business, we gotta diversify. We gotta get all the all the relevant URLs booked up. It's open, but it doesn't have a fancy landing page like RateMyDads.com. RateMyDads.com must be like a we design we design that. It's our website. We have creative control. We're not gonna buy it and just go with whatever it has. Yeah, we get <laughs> we get the URL and then we put our own content up there, namely dads right but what i'm saying is that whoever bought ratemydads.com recognized the potential enough to give it its own landing page and say this site could be yours for only little do you know as soon as you loaded ratemydads.com a trojan virus has been loading itself onto your computer and will replace your desktop images with dads and hats with nothing else and it changes your background to a a new dilbert strip every day (laughs) dilbert dads is certainly a, a a demographic we missed wine dads (laughs) <laughs> sommelier dads that's good we gotta separate them from the the regular beer drinking dads because those are two breeds of dad and then there's scotch fathers <laughs> that's just my scotch father yeah, that man with the tweed jacket and the, the smart glasses the jaunty cap well that's my scotch father <laughs> i take in his words eric's expecting face the fierce shine in dad's eyes it's a look so genuine i can't watch him with the balled up pain and anger burning inside, I could tell him off. 
right then and there. Make him apologize for all the shit he put me through for mom. But this is so different now. I'm the one in control. I'm the one who saved his ass when all that time he wanted to keep me locked away from my own good. Well, now I'm free. Sour dad. Bad dad. Prison warden dads. I might need those clothes after all, I say. I was talking with them. College doesn't sound half bad right now. Whoa, Spence, hang on. Eric grabs my arm as I turn back to the building. I mean, we just got here. College is cool and all, but... I think they need some more help around here. Nah, man, you'll be fine here. You got the, you're the augment, not me. Eric starts to protest, but I interrupt. I made a promise. A couple, really. And I intend to keep both of them. He's right, son. You should stay, Dad says. Those men and women here, these heroes, they'd be willing to follow you. There's a lot to be done. Not everybody walked away from Kill Creek without revenge fresh on their mind. What went down at Kill Creek? And what's up with all the augs? Augmented, I suppose, are people who've been augmented with special powers or technologies. Yeah, fuck that shit. You know, you see that stuff, people putting stuff in their bodies these days? Yeah, like fucking Ganesh shoving cucumbers oh no wait you're talking about like a <laughs> like a microchip you're, you're talking about technology well i bet <laughs> come yeah, on I've man seen that. yeah <laughs> i watched the whole thing about that people putting microchips in their arms and shit would you do it Fuck oh, no. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's the right answer <laughs> who's gonna be putting it in who's gonna be putting it in the the uh, extremely trustworthy united states government <laughs> right sure you can track me no cvs will do it honestly whatever i always care <laughs> cvs <laughs> get your cvs chip this is a private company tracking where I am at all times. I guess I have a phone on me all the time. What's the fucking difference? I guess the chip could do other things like monitor your health or whatever. Well, you can throw your phone away or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. What are you going to do? Toss out your arm? I don't need this stupid phone anymore. Yeah, I could just speak into my wrist. Wrist? Order more cucumbers. That's the dream. To have a phone built into my ear. <laughs> Amazon Prime me. Two dozen cucumbers. Well, I guess I can stay, but I'm not going to. that. I turn and look dad straight in the eye. Your family, I really care about you. I love you, but you're an asshole. A self-centered son of a bitch. He lowers his head and starts to apologize, but I cut him off. There were heroes at Kill Creek. Normal people like me who didn't have powers to shield them. I throw an arm around Eric's shoulders as I continue. So pay attention. You might learn a thing or two from this guy. Dad seems to swell from his jaw to his pecs. He isn't about to explode in anger, though. A look of resignation sets into his features. Mamma mia. Sounds like we have a candidate for uh, Rate My Dad. Uh, Dad of the Month, maybe? Will he get the votes? Big peck dad. Tune in and find out. RateMyDad.com. Coming soon. You catch him on the street. Hey, I know you. You're the dad with the biggest pecs on Rate My Dad. I rated you. I gave you an eight. (laughs) But now in person, I see these pecs are a nine. Because nobody's perfect except Jesus Christ. I'm going to make this right, Spencer. As best as I can, I want to have you here with me. This won't be like the bunker. I'm not going to be the same person. But I understand if you've got your own plans. I try to smile, but it's hard. I have to step away. Yeah, I got plans. I got plans, all right. I got cheeseburger plans. Ball game plans. <laughs> uh, Okay. Cheeseburger plans. That's amazing girlfriend plans i've got a lifetime of cheeseburger plans all lined up once a week till i'm dead in 10 years walking toward the building i make sure to let the gown flap freely in the breeze 
Sure, it's cold, but it ain't Arctic. Ball numb and cold. Not here, not ever again. What's happening? Are, are these sentences all seem unrelated to each other. Well, the book's Is over. Is that it? That's the end? <laughs> all right. Well, fine. Uh, Fair enough. Man, life comes at you quick. In, in the world of Crimson Sun. Yeah, Sun. That's a thinker. Not a stinker, for sure. Uh, I'm interested in the whole universe now. <laughs> you want to get into the uh, CS uh, EU extended yeah, universe? I wouldn't mind. Well, the next book has actually a lot uh, shorter title. What's it called? Crimson Sun Two: Motherland. Nice. Keep it short for the short and sweet for the sequel. Oh yeah. How many books are in this series? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an epic. I swear, if like. Someday in the future, they're going to uncover all this, and this is going to be like priceless literature to study, like humanity of this era. There's like, there's got to be like twenty and thirty book series of just straight garbage that people just write. Not that this is garbage. This is terrific. <laughs> yeah, this is a good. It was. Book. It, it was, was actually. Cool. It was. In, it, it, it was interesting than your usual, which is why we couldn't keep up with it. I thought it was going to be some like obvious like Superman type figure, which maybe it was. Maybe we just missed all that stuff, but. This was cool. Me too. I was definitely, I was definitely thinking more traditional superhero, not like abstract space dream cowboy. Well, we never found out what his dad's powers were. His dad could have very well been Superman, but I do think that if Superman had a son, his son would think that Superman was an asshole. I agree. Superman is an asshole. I don't like Superman. Bad superhero. Yeah. He's my least favorite superhero. Yeah, he's boring. Snooze. He is boring. Boo. Uh, speaking of booze, well, the opposite of booze. I think, and you did a great job. You did a lot of good voices. You really did. Much appreciated. You really put in the work. You did. You put in the work today, and it paid off. It's the headband. It's all the headband. Yeah, you got the eye of the tiger. It's just like you look like you're about to be in like a kind of workout montage. Like you're getting stronger, hitting the bags. Yeah, I have been doing some yoga, dude. Have you? Mm -hmm. You got a mat? Uh, no, I use my wife's mat. Is that your wife's mat? That's what, that's what people say to you when they see a yoga class. Uh, that's cool. What are you, are you doing on a YouTube? Yeah, we got, got a little, you know. Doing yoga by Adrian? Yeah. You know, got a, got a couple of little one. things going on here. You seem a little cagey. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's... Something, something, maybe he's, something dark and secret about this yoga I don't yoga know what, why you got cagey about yoga with Adrian. She has a really nice blue healer. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, doing... She's, I'm out here doing some yogas. I see. I get it. Nude. I, I see what you're. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yoga. Ah, oh, I see. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat, buddy. No problems there. Uh, all right. Well, who do you want to cast in this movie? Who plays the pathetic Crimson Sun? I'll tell you. Adam Brody from the OC. Um, Disagree. Agree. I, Anybody else? Spencer got anything? seemed kind of like a little mean. I don't think Adam Brody can play mean. <sighs> Excuse me. You need to rewatch the OC, my friend. Okay, mean. Maybe the other guy from the OC. The, the <laughs> blonde guy? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, sure. Or maybe it's a, maybe it's a, um, a Kieran Culkin. No, let's stick it. Let's stay on the OC. Oh, okay. Well, then the dad's definitely Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher, yeah, because of the pecs, obviously. He does have big, uh, imposing pecs. You just can't. It's the eyebrows distract. One time I saw Peter Gallagher on the street and I said, that's Peter Gallagher. What'd he say? He didn't say anything. He was like, get this fucking guy out of my face. It's fine. I was walking past him. That's every, every celebrity interaction boils down to me just hastily walking past somebody being like, whoa. <laughs> Do you always say their name? Be like, oh, that's no. 
sometimes I don't, I only say their name if the person I'm with doesn't recognize them or if I think I need to point it out. If it's just me, I'll just be like slack shot like an idiot. Like, uh-huh. what? Like I met, I met Adam Sandler briefly and he said, he said like hello to me and I just went, whoa. <laughs> That's the only thing I said to him. What a dick move. Wow. <laughs> One time I saw Chris Matthews on the street. What'd you say? And he looked really sad. I didn't say anything. I just kind of, he looked, we looked, we both, we were the only people on the street. We looked at each other like, you're obviously sad. And then he just kept going. I've seen a news personality on the street too. Who? I saw Lester Holt wearing sweatpants at like 6 a.m. That's a good one. Where? In Brooklyn? No, in in, uh, in the West Village. Why were you in the West Village at 6 a.m.? Or is this the end of your that's where, that's where I used to work. <laughs> just going home, buddy. That's early. Uh, you went to work at 6 in the morning? Damn. I saw an immediate, not really a news person, but a commentator on the news and also a pretty big deal. She might run for mayor. I saw Maya Wiley walking down the street. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Who and that I was is. like, holy shit. And like, I usually don't even recognize people, but I recognized her and I was like, oh my God. And it was cool. Did you say that? No, but I think I tensed up because I was like walking really weird and I was trying not to <laughs> like be Just a walking at her, then immediately getting tense, <laughs> <laughs> vibrating, turning beet red, just like right now on this podcast. Yeah, but not mad. I know. I know you. You muttered that under your breath. I've seen you. <laughs> I know you on TV. Uh, yeah. Well, that was cool. 16th Street. That's where I saw her. Sounds like we're all really natural, normal people. Uh, <laughs> who else is in this? We got the son and the dad. Is there anybody who's a little what's the alien's little name? Kyle. Zanzi? Oh, yeah. Zanzi. Oh, Kyle. Let's do Kyle first. That's um. so Kyle's the friend whose house we burned down. Okay. That's the main, the protagonist from Home Alone 3. Don't know that child actor's name. That's good. I was going to say. Lip Nikki, but I think you nailed it. Well, then we got to get Lip Nikki in there for uh, Spencer. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Uh, Zanzi. That's played by uh... Jack Black, I think. Which is good. <laughs> but CGI'd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm into that. Uh, I think that's. Is that everybody? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh, okay. That's also a good uh, instinct to have when somebody does a wrap it up sign to say wrap it up and then talk about it for a minute. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no one had to know. No one had to know. Had to no know one, this is a podcast. No one had to know that I, I gave you the wrap it up signal. Ganesh was doing hard work producing, and I'm the I'm the the talent who can't get his shit together. A classic story. Well, that's it. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. To Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to you for listening. Uh, you can find us. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZM Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can give us a phone call, leave us a voicemail, and we'll treat you with the same disrespect we did to our earlier caller. Ganesh, what's that number? 567-309-0357. Call in. Call in, make a request. We'll ignore it and do some other shitty book that sucks. Why not? Uh, what else? We're going to fire the Patreon back up here. We're going to have new content up at the end of August, so keep an eye out for that. We, we should also be coming out with more regular episodes. I think we're done. We're all done traveling for a while, yeah? Yeah, summer's over. Yeah, vacation's over. It's, we're back nose to the grindstone. Episodes will be coming out regularly, I think. Uh, what else? That's it. That's the end. Everybody get your last licks in. Uh, now nah, we should end it earlier. That's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>